2: and your week with prayer i need you to come on in and like this video tell me where you're watching from share this video lws when you share people get saved listen over 40 people i believe have given their life to the lord already so far this year and it is the first day of the second month and we're believing that many many more are going to come to the lord come on in all of my facebook family on the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church Facebook pages, as well as the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church YouTube channels and Periscope. I'm going to add our Instagram fam in just a moment on both the Harvest Church and the Bishop Foreman Instagram channels in just a moment. But while we are waiting on that, I need you to share, 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 When you share, again, people get saved. And at the end of the day, that's what we want to see happen. We want to see people come to the Lord. And for all of you that are connected to me or connected to Harvest in any way, even if I'm not your pastor and Harvest is not your church, but you're blessed and you tune in and you connect and you sow and you're part of what we're doing, just simply know that God is using it to change the lives of others. You are blessed to be a blessing. And it ought to be amazing for you to know that you're a part of something that's transforming lives across America and around the world. So come on, in, everybody. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this bad boy. Share, share, share. When you share, people get saved. We're about to have an amazing time in prayer. What do we do? Every single Monday night, we gather together to pray for one hour. Bishop Former, where do you get the concept of the hour from it's very simple. It's in the scripture. The Bible makes it clear. Uh, the scripture says um, this. It says that Jesus teaches us this principle of prayer that when the evening and the morning Genesis and the evening and the morning that that was the first day that that was the day. So scripturally speaking, um, if you're waiting until the morning of to pray about that day, you are too late. Come on in. We're going to add all of our Instagram fam uh, right now on both the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Search Instagrams. I see you. Give me a favor. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, click the button. So you can get live notifications. Do that. Click the button so you can get live live notifications for when we go live for prayer. So that you can uh, not just live for prayer, but live for worship experiences, prayer, everything that we do. Uh, Impromptus that we do. We do a ton of those now. I'm going to be doing those uh, on a weekly basis. Now, I love doing those impromptu, Ask the Bishop, so I'm going to be doing those on Thursday evenings now. And for all of those that are in production, um, rehearsals from Harvest Worship and production here at the Aurora location in Denver, I'm going to do it after that, so that way you all have time to be a part of that, too. All right, come on in, everybody. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share this video. I see you in Linwood, California, Fountain, Colorado, Italy. Come on. Oh, no, Mexico. That's Mexico. Hey, Mexico. I see you come on in, come on in. Shalom to you all. Shalom is a Hebrew word. You're going to hear it used often in anything connected to harvest. And it blesses me now to hear so many people using that word. Here's what it means. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. And I'm going to add this. Nothing's perfect. I'm going to say it again. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. I'm going to add it. Nothing perfect. The Bible says, Psalm 35, 27, that the Lord delights In the prosperity of his servant. Prosperity is the Hebrew word where we get the word shalom. In other words, God says, I want you, everybody listen, to have more than just money. I want you to have prosperity. Prosperity says nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. Nothing is lacking. All is well. Can I get you to just type that across every platform and just say all is well? Come on. All is well on every platform. Just put that in. All is well. Nothing is missing. Nothing is broken, nothing is lacking, and all is well. Come on in across every platform. Um, Listen, just a couple of quick announcements before we go into prayer. Hey, Virginia, before we go uh, pretty deep into prayer tonight, just a couple of quick uh, announcements that I want you to be uh, mindful of. Where we at? Where's my thing here? Uh, For you to be mindful of tonight. If you don't have our app, get our app. How do you do it? You're going to text the word HARVEST to 55498. Can I get you to type that? A few of you on every platform, text the word HARVEST to 55498. When you do that, You'll be able to get our app, stay connected to all things Harvest. You'll be able to get music messages and more, our podcast. How many of y'all are blessed by the Harvest podcast? Just do the hand-wavy emoji on a platform. If you are blessed by our Harvest podcast, it is amazing um, to see the thousands, tens of thousands of people that download our podcast. I think the number was like almost just shot like 80,000 downloads this year or something like that or over last year something like that. It is amazing. But I want you to shoot that text. Text the word Harvest. I see your hands. Come on, Hershey's hair. I see your hands. Um, to um, Text the word Harvest to 55498 so you can get that and be a part of that. I know, I know, I know, I know uh, that it is going to be a blessing to you. All right. So make sure that you do that. Also, let me say this. Also, if I can get you to make sure um, that if you are in the Atlanta area, we're so excited. I've been talking about it for a while and, uh, and here we got, we've got some T's crossed, some I's dotted. Um, I learned a powerful principle. Everybody listen. This is a powerful principle for your life. Sometimes you need to wait until it's done before you announce it. I'm going to say it again. Sometimes you need to wait until something is done before you announce a thing, because sometimes if you prematurely announce a thing, you open it up to attack. I want to cover your ability to cross your T's and dot your I's. There's certain things you need to finish before you begin To talk about them. Father, in Jesus' name, we cover now everything, God, that we are working on, everything that we are building, everything that's in process. And right now, God, we make the declaration that you, God, would give us the grace, God to know when to be quiet, so God, so that we don't make announcements that provoke attacks, so that we don't make announcements that bring trauma or issues or complications to what it is that you've ordained for us to do. Give us the grace, God, to sometimes hold it back until it's done, to be quiet until it's complete. In Jesus' name, come on, everybody say amen right there. That is such a powerful piece of wisdom Um, you know, because sometimes you are making declarations before things have been decided. And and it's good to speak by faith, but sometimes as a principle. The principle is wait until this thing is done before you begin to dictate about it. All right. Can I get a few more of you to share on our Instagram pages? Especially over here on this Harvest Church Instagram, we go live on several different platforms. There are literally three cameras in front of me, plus a, a laptop in front of me. Um, why? Because I like to do my best to engage your comments during our times of prayer. All right, so make sure that you uh, make sure that you do that. Let me also just say this too, real quickly, before we go further uh, in prayer tonight. We're going to have an amazing time in prayer. Let me say that. Uh, but if you're in Atlanta. Um, Text H-C-A-T-L, Harvest Church Atlanta, H-C-A-T-L to 55498. Can I get a few of you to type on every platform? Uh, Our launch team there is growing every single day. And it's amazing to me to see the people that are connecting. Former pastors, um, current pastors, bishops. I mean, people are saying, Bishop, we see what God is doing through uh, you and Harvest. And we want to be a part of that. Can we just take a moment and celebrate that? Uh, PhDs, accomplished people. Uh, I mean, p- p- people, people of every background, people of every pedigree. Um, and it's amazing to me because Harvest, we, of course, uh, we like to sometimes use this, that we like the United Nations, of church, right? Everybody's included. Nobody's excluded. And, uh, and for that, we are grateful. Listen, so text H-C-A-T-L if you're in the Atlanta area. How many of y'all are in the Atlanta area? Atlanta is the number one metro area for the Bishop Foreman social media pages, YouTube and Facebook and all that. That is the number one area uh, where there's following. But if you're in the Atlanta area, just wave at me. We just want to see you and uh, we'd love for you to get more information. You may say, Bishop, I just want to check it out a little bit. That's what the pre-launch phase is about. What is the pre-launch? The pre-launch will be me. It'll be worship, the word, and we'll all be galvanizing and building our initial launch team in the Atlanta area. All right. So that way they get an opportunity to bond with their shepherd. All right. That's very important to me. Never try to build something on a foundation that has not been laid. I want to cover the foundation, because what you're doing in January and February, what you do the first quarter of this year will become the foundation of everything else that you do this year. I want to cover um, this first quarter of this year in prayer. Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, we cover this first quarter of 2021 in prayer, and we pray, God, that it would be a productive time. We pray that we would not just be busy, but we pray that we would be productive. We pray that we would not just be those that go through the motions. We are not surviving. We are thriving. We do not have a scarcity mentality. We have an abundance mentality. Why? Because you are the God that provides for us. You are the God that covers us. So I pray over every decision we make. We commit every decision that we make into your hands, God, and we ask you to order our steps. Your word says that the steps of the righteous are Ordered by you. Who's righteous? God, you have made us righteous. Those that receive you as Christians, Father, those born again believers, you have made us righteous according to the book of Romans. Therefore, Father, we are righteous. Therefore, you order the steps of the righteous. I pray that you would order our steps and then God give us the grace to follow the orders. I rebuke confusion. I rebuke not knowing what to do. I rebuke feeling discouraged. I rebuke every distraction. And I pray that we are focused and we are productive. Type those two words. We are focused and we are productive. God, that we lay the foundation in the first three months of this year for what will come in the remainder of this year. And we declare that our next 12, come on, y'all, will be our best 12. Come on, type that on the screen. My next 12 will be my best 12. We speak life into our next 12 months. And God, your word says that you are the great I am. Moses said, what is your name? And you described yourself. You named yourself I am. I am. Uh, People in the scripture, God, they named you based on their experiences that they had with you. But you told Moses, my name is I am. Which means everything that follows our I am, what we're saying is you said it. So we declare, we uh, say I am prosperous. Come on. What you're saying is God, you say that. We say, I am blessed. God, you're saying that. We say, I am the curse breaker. God, you're saying that. We say, I am the line crosser. I am the history maker. I am the boundary breaker. It's 2021. I am the first. Hike Baha. We are the first God to accomplish certain things in our bloodline. We're the first to accomplish certain goals in our bloodline. We are the first to get certain things done. And we're okay with starting from one. We're okay with being the first. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus name. Can I get everybody to say amen right there? Hey, again, on YouTube, Facebook, make sure you click the button to get live notifications. Same thing on Instagram, guys. Make sure you click the button to get notifications. Here's the truth about social media. Social media doesn't show stuff to everybody, all right? In fact, the the algorithm says that they show it to about 3%, about 3% of whatever your following is, all right? That's what they show it to. Now, other than that, you got to pay to play. Uh, And so make sure you click to get the notifications. And the best thing to do, hear me, the best thing to do is get our app And you do that by doing what? Joining our text group. Um, Thousands of you that are in our text group, thousands of you that have our app. Right? What do you need to do to get that? Text the word harvest to 55498. Can I get a few more of you to type that on every platform? Um, That's so important. Right? I want to stay connected to you. I want to be able to speak life into your life. For those of you that are connected periodically, what do you get? You get texts from me periodically. What do you get? On our app, you'll get notifications, midweek motivation on Wednesdays, Saturday devotion on Saturdays, uh, you get updated when there's new things happening. Periodically, you'll get a phone call from me. I will pray for you. And once I pray for you, then you will get a call saying, I just pray for you. And here's some updates, right? As a shepherd for everybody connected to Harvest, Denver, soon to be Atlanta, all of my digital family, Harvest Leadership Network, Harvest Bible College, if you're connected to me in any way, shape, form or fashion, if you're connected to Harvest, it's important to me that, um, you know, you've got a shepherd that wants to pour life into your life. All right. I'm going to start prayer tonight like this. Um, as we move forward, I'm going to ask tonight that you pray for me. Now, before we do that, if it's your very first time, can you just do the hand wave emoji or say, it's my first time wherever you're at on whatever platform you're on, can you just do the hand wave emoji? or say it's my first time. What are we going to do? We're just going to shoot to love your way let you know we're glad you're on prayer with us tonight across all of the different platforms. We're glad that you're with us tonight and we encourage you to stay connected. We're going to be praying now for the next 50 or 49 or so minutes. It's going to be amazing. I encourage you to set aside this time. I see several hands over here on Instagram. I, I encourage you to stay connected, um, because what's going to happen tonight is going to be a blessing for you. We pray for one hour. Jesus, in his most defining moment of life, when he's in the garden of, Get- before he goes to, the- or as he goes into the garden of Gethsemane, Gethsemane means pressing and blessing. And everybody hear me. Sometimes the things that are going to bless you the greatest are going to press you the most. And I need you to not let the pressure become a burden so that you give up the blessing. I don't know who that's for, but in Jesus' name, I pray, God, that everybody tonight, that they will not allow the pressing to make them miss the blessing. God, the same place where we are pressed is the same place we are blessed. And in Jesus' name, I pray, God, um, that we would not give in to the pressure. We would not give in to the pressing. But realizing that the pressing, God, when pressure is placed on the olive, it produces the oil. The olive is cheap, but the oil is expensive. I pray, God, that every place that we have been under pressure... Every place we've been pressed, every place that has been pressing on us, that blessing would come forth. The olive is inexpensive, which means the pressure is producing a greater version of us. A diamond is simply a piece of coal that can handle pressure. And I pray that we would be like diamonds. Come on, y'all. I pray that we would have Oil. Because we could deal with the pressure. What is pressure? It is when weight is pushed on us. It is when weight is applied to us. It is when things are added to us. It's when we have to carry things. It's when we have to figure things out we didn't plan on figuring out. We have to deal with people we didn't plan on dealing with. We have to deal with situations we we didn't plan on having to deal with. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus that we would not succumb to the pressure, but that we would press through the pressure. Come on, everybody type that on the screen. Press through, press through, press through. We would press through the pressure right now in the name of Jesus. We pray. Can I get everybody on every platform to just type amen right there? Um, so. We gather together for one hour every Monday night from 7 Mountain to 8 Mountain. That's 9 Eastern to 10 Eastern. And I know it's going to be a tremendous uh, blessing for you. I encourage you to set that in your alarm clock. We are consistent, right? We are consistent. So uh, we have been doing this for a while. And we've been doing this consistently for a while. I Many of you listen to the prayer podcast. If you don't know that you can get prayer on the podcast, you can get on the podcast too. Um, what I encourage you to do is to make this a part of your daily life, make this a part of your daily regimen, make this a part of your daily routine as you're navigating through life. All right. So listen, as we're doing this, um, I want to cover some things uh, in prayer really quickly. Um, Yesterday um, um, or last Monday in prayer, last Monday in prayer, I began uh, talking about uh, some things that needed to be cut. I began to, to things that needed to be cut, and I was able to get to the first part of them, and I was not able to get through all of them. And I want to do that. Uh, I want everybody to type this on the screen. God is pruning me. Come on, type it on the screen. God is pruning me. What does that mean? There are things that God cuts off of you to make you better. There are things that God cuts off of you to make you better. And I showed you um, in, in pruning. Whenever you are pruning. A natural, uh, whenever you're pruning a natural tree or natural plant, what are you doing? You're cutting off those things that are dead and you are bringing so that those things that are living get the energy. If I listen, if you do not allow pruning in your life, you will end up putting a lot of energy and places and people, places, things and ideas they do not belong. Got it? Uh, And your time is the most valuable commodity you have. Your time is more important than your money. Your time, it is the most valuable commodity you have because in time you can make money. In time you can get fit. In time you can become healthy. Somebody say, I'm making my time matter. God, I pray that we would maximize our time. Your word says in Ephesians that we're to redeem our time. What does that mean? We're to buy our time back. We are to deal with our time wisely. I pray that that's what we do right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Tonight, as we begin to go in prayer, we ask for forgiveness for all of our sin. That's the mistakes that we made, God. That means we looked at it wrong. Forgive us tonight, God, for every mistake that we made. Forgive us for all of the iniquity that we practice. What is iniquity? It is generational sin that is passed down and around. Forgive us, God, for the moments that we became the curse perpetuator. Instead of the curse breaker. But we declare that's what you've called us to be, the curse breaker. What's a curse? It is an empowerment to fail. And God, you said you always lead us into triumph. You always lead us into victory. So God, even if it felt like a failure, because we love you, you will make our failures a lesson, which means even in our failure, we gain. Even in our loss, we gain. Even in something that looked like it was for our bad, you make it work for our good. And finally, God, we ask for forgiveness for our transgression. Transgression is to willfully deviate from what we know to be truthful. It is to do it our way. Forgive us for our arrogance. Forgive us for our pride. Forgive us for being stiff-necked. That means we won't see it another way. Forgive us for being stubborn. That means it takes us too long to change, even though the evidence suggests we need to change. Forgive us for that, God. Forgive us for the places in us where we have been hardened. The scripture says um, that you would take away the stony heart. Forgive us for that tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Now that we are forgiven, we can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. So tonight, God, when we pray over these next 40 minutes or so, God, we know you hear us. We're not just speaking blindlessly or aimlessly into the atmosphere but you hear us. And when we pray, you will answer. And when we pray, you will respond. And when we pray, you will answer. And when we pray, you will respond. And when we pray, you will hear us. And when we pray, you will respond. And when we come boldly tonight, God, we can expect to see something that is big. Your word says in Hebrews chapter 10, that not to cast away our boldness because it has great recompense of reward. I pray, God, that in everything we'd set our hands to in 2021, we would be bold. I rebuke now timidity. I rebuke now the spirit of fear, anxiety, and panic. You have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. That means our mind processes things according to you. We declare tonight we have the mind of Christ. Somebody needs to type that. I have the mind of Christ. But then you've also given us love. Father, love is what fuels faith. You said, God, in your word, That our faith uh, works by love, which means that if we get offended, if we get mad, if we get bitter, our faith won't work. So tonight, God, we release all hurt, we release all bitterness, we release all pain, we release all unforgiveness so that our faith works. Come on, come on. Somebody say, I release it, I release it, I release it. We do not have time tonight, God, for our faith not to be effective. We do not have time tonight, God, for our faith not to be, not to accomplish our goals and accomplish what you have set before us. Faith works by love, works by, it means energeo in the Greek. It means it's energized by, it is fueled by, we declare we will stay in a place of love. We will not let anybody pull us to a place of hatred. Come on, y'all ain't praying with me tonight. We will not let anybody pull us to a place of bitterness. We will not let anybody keep us in a place of anger, but we declare that our faith will work by love, by love. You've given us power, love, and a sound mind. Power, It's the Greek word dunamis, God. That means it's miracle working power. It's pecuniary ability. That is the favor that comes with wealth and riches. Father, you give us that. You've given us power. You've given us the ability to work miracles. You're not just a miracle worker, but you're looking for somebody to work a miracle with. God, the woman with the issue of blood, she had to get low on the ground to go grab the the zit the, zit, the hem of your garment. She had to work with you to work a miracle. And we declare in 2021 we will work with you to work a miracle. We will work with you to work a miracle. We're not just sitting back waiting on you to drop something on us, but God, we will work with you tonight. We will release what's in our hands so you can release what's in your hand. Father, we will not be stingy with money. We will not be stingy in our giving. We will not be stingy in our serving. We will not be stingy in our church attendance. We will not be stingy in inviting people. Why? Because we're going to work a miracle with you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, everybody say, A to the men. Listen, many times when you talk about miracles, God, I need God to work a miracle. I'm going to stop you right there. You have something he wants to work the miracle with. What do you have? Everybody type that on every platform. What do I have? You have something already that God wants to work a miracle with. What do you have? All right. Let's use the uh, uh, the widow woman at Zarephath for Elijah. She said her and her son were going, she was going to make this last meal. She was going to make some biscuits. And her and her son, that's my version, and her and her son were going to die. They were going to eat it and die. Here's what we discover. Her expectation was so low, she only said her and her son going to eat and die. If you read the full chapter in first Kings, you discover that there was a whole household she had that she had just basically decided they're just going to have to die because the only people that are going to be able to eat this last meal is me and my son. And for many of you, you have begun to conclude things and put periods where God wants to put a comma. I need you to type on the screen. I will not put a period. I will not put a period. Sometimes you're trying to put a period where God wants to put a comma. All right. So she had basically concluded this is a period, period. This is a period. Bishop, ain't nothing going to be able to happen. Me and my son are going to die. That's what the woman said. Elijah walks up to her. Elijah walks up to her. Yes, you're going to pray for me. Thank you for that. Don't let me forget. Elijah walks up to her. Elijah walks up to her. And when he walks up to her, um, uh, 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 he says, woman, go give me some water. She makes him some water. Then he says, and while you uh, up? bring me something to eat, too, bring me one of them biscuits, too. She says, listen, man. Listen, man of God, listen, I appreciate you. And she knew she was a man of God because I always dressed. He wore the, the garment of the priest, which which teaches us another principle in prayer. It teaches another principle of life. People see you before they hear you. So make sure you are showing what it is you want to be heard. I just said something right there. and For some of my single folk, you are showing things that you do not want to be heard. All right, let's move. People see you before they hear you. Um. So in that, he says, uh, she says, listen, man of God, I'm going to make this for me and my son. and Me and my son are going to die. Listen, let me tell you what you need to do. You need to make me a cake first. What do we have? Principle of the first fruit. All right. The principle of the first fruit. If you don't know that principle, please go um, get our app and listen to every message I've got about the principle of the first fruit, about the principles of giving. All right. Because faithful givers flourish. Your increase is always in your release. If you are struggling, I, I guarantee you it's because you're withholding. All right. I have never seen somebody that is a faithful giver, not flourish. You may not flourish the way you want to be. Um, that's because a whole nother lesson. Like, did you not know? Let's just go here real quick. Did you not know? And this is why you got to get those teachings about the tithe. Um, because do you not know the tithe? People say, I'm a giver. The tithe is, is is not something that you give or that you sow. The tithe is something that you owe. Leviticus 27 says the tithe is holy. And it belongs to God. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Can I get a few of y'all to just type that, that word, tie? It belongs to God. Let's go here. Malachi 3 says, faithful in tithes and offerings. That means what you owe and what you sow. There's two bottles here. What you owe and what you sow. What you sow is what's above the tithe. What does the Bible say? He will rebuke the devourer for your sake. He's going to open up the windows of heaven, pour you out blessing. You don't have room to receive. Everybody listen to me. Everybody listen When the Bible says open up the windows of heaven, do you not know what that phrase actually means? It's the same Hebrew word that's used with Noah when the earth floods and the aquifers from under the earth begin to release their water. So the earth flooded. The earth did not flood just because of the rain. The earth flooded because the earth's aquifers began to release water. Go read it for yourself, which means proof that your tithe is working is that it will drown out your ability to misspend. It will drown out your ability to mismanage. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. It will get rid of, so for many of you, your tithe is working because you don't have what it is you want to have because God says you ain't ready for that yet, but your tithe is working. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me tonight, all right? Side note, so go look at those messages uh, that I've done about that and get in an app and all that kind of stuff, all right? Now, everybody listen, everybody listen. Let's go here. Uh, the man of God says to her, he says, hey, make me a cake first first fruit. Give me mine first. And then you make some for you and your son. Guys, this was in North Africa. So, you know, sister was like, give you yours first. I'm supposed to take care of me and my son and me and my son are going to eat and die. Her expectation was that this was going to be a period. And for many of you, your expectations have become, well, I guess this is over. I guess this is done. I guess this is a period. Now, realizing that for God to work a miracle for you, he needs to work a miracle with you. He works miracles with you. So the woman obeys the instructions. She brings Elijah, his, again, my version, his biscuit first. And what happens? What she has doesn't run out. In fact, if you read the story, her and her household, they eat for many days. Come on. He wants to work a miracle with you. What do you already have that God can work with? Father, I pray that for the areas we're wanting to see a miracle. What's a miracle? Where something that is impossible becomes possible. I pray for every area, God, and it's beyond healing. Where we want to see a miracle, God, that we would work with you. Somebody type that on every platform. I will work with God. I will work with God. God, you, we always have something we have to release so we can work with you. The widow woman, it was obeying that instruction and giving the first fruit to Elijah. Uh, with uh, Elisha, when there was the woman who said the creditors were coming to take her sons and make them slaves because of her husband's debts. He said, tell me what you have in your house. She said, I don't have much, but I do have this jar of oil. Uh, Father, you always want to work with us. Moses, look at what's in your hand. You already have a staff in your hand. I want to work with you. Father, I pray that in 2021, we would not be sitting back in a passive posture, but God, we would shift to an aggressive posture. We would shift to an aggressive posture. That is the posture where we would say, what do I have that God can work with? What do I have that God can work with? And I pray, God, that we would not hold back, but we would freely release because our increase comes through our release. There's something we already have that you can use. Father, show us what it is you can use to get us what we want. Here it is. Let's go. Let's go. We got to use what we got to get what we want. I pray that that's what we would do tonight. In the name of Jesus, on every platform, I need you to just release a digital praise right there. Put a hallelujah on the screen and thank you, Jesus. A yes, Lord. Put something. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Come on, Instagram. Come on, Harvest Channel put something on the screen, release that digital praise. What you need, the miracle you need begins with something you already have. Woman with the issue of blood, you already have the ability to not be ashamed. Got it? For some of you, your hustle is going to be where your miracle comes from. And I don't mean hustle in a negative way. It means that you just ain't going to take no for an answer. So the Bible says she said to herself, if I can touch him, I know I'll be made whole. Where did she get that from? Rumors were spreading around Galilee. That people were touching his garment and getting healed. Listen, the only woman you read about touching his garment was her, but there were hundreds, maybe thousands, that did it. She was the only one you read about. Read your Bibles, please. She was the only one you read about. There were rumors circulating, and people were touching his garments and being made whole. She gave him something to work with. Stop sitting down just waiting on the Lord. No, boo, he is waiting on you. Please type that on every platform. He's waiting on me. For some of you, you want to see breakthrough in your finances. He's waiting on you. You want to see reconciliation with certain people. He's waiting on you. you waiting on them to call. You're going to need to call. You're going to need to apologize. But I don't think what I did was worse than what they did. Well, you don't want more reconciliation. You fix it. Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight. He's waiting on you. All right. So um, let's go here. Uh, I'm going to have you start prayer tonight. Praying for me. Uh, if it's your first time with us on a Monday night prayer, you know I don't do this extremely often, but I want you to pray for me. Why? Wow, Bishop? what's wrong? Nothing's wrong. Please stop thinking that the only time we pray is when something has gone wrong. We do not wait to pray when something goes wrong. In fact, we use prayer as a way to prevent unnecessary wrong from happening. So, can I just have you? on the screen to just type a quick prayer for me. What, what am I praying for, Bishop? Pray for my wisdom. Pray that I be wise. Pray that I have the right people around me. Pray that I have the right team around me. We're in the midst of many projects here in Denver soon to be Atlanta, many projects that we're in the midst of. Um, pray I've got the right people around me. It takes the right people to make things happen. Pray that I've got the right energy and stamina. Today, I started something fresh and new as it relates to a new fitness goal that I have. I met one goal. Now I want to get a new goal. All right. For many of you, you're like me. Let me tell you why you get discouraged. You need a goal. You need something you're trying to accomplish. And for some of you, whenever you feel like, I just don't know what, I just feel just blah. Let me tell you why you feel blah. It's because you don't have a goal. You don't have something specific that you're trying to achieve. That's why the Bible says the effective prayers of the righteous available. Much. What's effective? That means specific and strategic. All right. Uh, uh, and then uh, effectual and fervent. Fervent means passionate. They availeth much. They get things done. For some of you, that's what you need. You need a goal. Somebody says you're praying in the spirit for me. Yeah, that that that'll work too. Do that. You can pray in the Holy Ghost for me. That way, God will pray His perfect will for me. Would you do that? How do I do that, Bishop? You direct the prayer in your native tongue, then you pray in the Holy Ghost. All right? Your tongue is a rudder, so you direct your tongues. You direct your tongues. You say, Father, I pray for Bishop Foreman, and then you go up in the spirit. All right? Can you just take a moment? Do that. Type that prayer. Tap that prayer. Release that prayer in the spirit. Father, I thank you for those that are praying for me right now, God. I thank you, Father, that I'm surrounded by people in the right seats. The Bible says that David was surrounded by mighty men that assisted him in making him king. I pray that mighty men and women would surround me in the seats that surround me, God in every aspect of what we do. God, thank you for the favor that you give us with elected officials and with people, God. We've done it in Denver, God. Next week, start my first series of meetings with those in the Atlanta area. God, I'm building those same relationships for elected officials. Why? So we can speak truth to power. Why? So that we have the ability to engage and get change done for people in the name of Jesus. Not just pray it, but actually get the practical ways to get it done in the name of Jesus God I pray now that I have the mind of Christ in the name of Jesus come on I thank you for every prayer being released right now for me God that uh, my next 12 will be my best 12 God in Jesus' name, that everybody connected to me, Father, in any way, shape, form, or fashion, that they would do well, that they would do exceedingly, abundantly, above all, that you can ask or think in the name of Jesus. I pray. Come on. I see about decision-making. Come on, y'all. I pray for every decision that's made, God, that it would be what you would ordain in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that we are surrounded, Father, by mighty men and women. In Jesus' name, everybody say to the men. Come on. You can keep typing a prayer for me. I appreciate that. Here's what we're going to do. That that type of prayer is called supplication. Three types of prayer. If you've never heard me teach on prayer, here's a simple, real quick teaching. Three types of prayer. One is to pray, that's to ask for yourself. Two, two is to make supplication. Think of supplication like a supplement. You're praying for another Christian. That's what you just did in praying for me. Number three is intercession. I want us tonight, I want us tonight We're going to go to prayer and intercession. Then I'm going to give you these last two things that the Lord needs to prune that I didn't get to last week in prayer. Um, I want you to think of some people you know that are not saved, that are not Christians, that are not believers in the Lord. I want for you right now to type their initials on the screen. We're about to intercede for them. But listen, intercession means to go to God on behalf of someone that cannot go to God on their own. Um, John chapter 9 says, and we know that the Lord... Only hears the prayers of the believer. The only prayer that's heard of an unbeliever is the prayer of salvation. You get that from John chapter 9. The role of an intercessor is to stand in that gap between that person and God. So tonight, I want for all of us, real quick, we're going to make intercession for people you know that are not saved. Number one, or number two, people you know that were walking with the Lord and got off. They got off their faith. An interesting article was out, a pastor sent to me, my friend. My pastor friends in Atlanta sent me this great article about how I think it was like a third of Americans say their faith has increased since the pandemic. That's the third that says increased. Here's what I look at in that statistic. That's two thirds where it has remained the same or decreased. And so I want you to cover people right now. Put their initials on the screen. If you want to put their full name, you do that. But let's just put their initials and we're going to make intercession for them. The word says no man comes to the spirit and no man comes to the Lord except the spirit draw them. And that's what we're going to pray tonight. That's John 6, 44. No man comes to the Lord except the Spirit of John. Put their initials on the screen. Let's cover them in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray right now. Thank you for that prayer. We pray right now, God, for every set of initials that we've released on across every platform. And Father, we send the Holy Spirit to them, whatever city they're in, whatever state they're in, whatever environment they're in. And we pray, God, that every scale, what is a scale? Something that's blocking their sight are blocking their hearing, or blocking their connectivity to you, God. We pray that every scale would be removed and that there would be no hindrance in them coming to you. Whatever's got a stronghold over them, what's a stronghold? It is something that has power over their spirit, that's their subconscious mind, over their soul, that's their conscious mind, thoughts, will, and emotions, or their physical body. We bind every strong man. We bind every strong man right now in the name of Jesus. And we declare that there be nothing that withholds them, God, from coming to you. Holy Spirit, draw them unto yourself. We sit in the seat of the intercessor. What does that mean? We sit in the seat in between God and them. We sit in the seat between them coming to the Lord and them being far from the Lord. We sit in that seat tonight on Facebook, on Instagram, on Periscope, on the Harvest channel, on the podcast. We sit in that seat tonight, Lord, and say, draw them unto yourself. And we call them saved and serving. We expect, God, that you would even use when we share as a methodology to bring them to you. We pray, God, that you'd even use the pandemic as a method to bring them to you. You'd use their grief, you'd use their hurt, you'd use their pain, God, for them to come to you. We are not just those that want to sit up and just pray for ourselves. We are those that want to see people come to you. We want to see young men, young women, not as young women, not as young uh, men, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, every background, uh, Father, everybody is included, nobody is excluded. Holy Ghost, draw, draw. Can I get you to type that on the screen? Draw, draw, draw them unto you. Your scripture says, God, that it is the goodness of God that draws men into repentance. What is repentance? Repent, re again. Get back to the pent. The penthouse is the top part of a building, it's the most luxurious place. In a building. You said repent to get back to the best version of themselves. Found them. they knew you before they got here. So that's why it's repentance. Jeremiah says before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Which means before we ever had a body, we were with you. You sent us to the earth to solve a problem. And sometimes the problems we began to deal with, uh, deal with drew us away from you. So tonight, God, we say, draw them unto yourself, and we expect that they'll be saved and serving, saved and serving, saved and serving, saved and serving this calendar year. In Jesus' name, we pray. I need some agreement right there. Lastly, God, we pray for ourselves across every platform, type of prayer for yourself, whatever it is. No prayer is too big, no prayer is too small. Lastly, God, we pray for ourselves. We cover our requests, right now in prayer. And God, I pray for every request that's being typed now. I pray God that you would see it and I pray that you would answer with strategy. We pray to get a plan. Prayer, God, is not our excuse not to act. God, we're praying so you tell us how to act, what to do, what to say, who to call, how to move, what door to knock on, what door to leave alone, what phone call to make, what text to send, what email to send, what to Google, what to look up. Father, you will direct us. You said and all our ways to acknowledge you, then you would direct our paths. So when we pray, God, what we're literally doing is saying, direct our paths. We're not going to sit back and be passive. We're just saying, direct our path. We're not going to sit back and wait on something to happen. God, we're going to actively engage. Prayer gives us the opportunity to engage you, Lord, so that you can do what we cannot do. We will do what we can do. But we ask you, God, to do what we cannot do. So we cover our prayer requests. Guys, I want to stretch you to be as specific as you can, as specific as you can, as specific as you can on prayer. Why? Because it's the effective, fervent prayers. You got to be specific. Don't just say, Lord, bless me. That's not specific enough. He's already done that. And just say, Lord, give me wisdom. That's not specific enough. He's already given you wisdom. He says, if anyone likes wisdom, he can ask for the Lord who gives to one liberally. Wisdom is the appropriate application of knowledge. Wisdom sometimes hurts more than knowledge because wisdom makes you do what you know you have to do, even though you don't want to do. I'm going to stretch you, be as specific as you can in your prayer request. And God, I cover these requests right now. I cover the request for consistency. I cover the request for new position at work. I cover the request about speaking what they want to see. I cover the request. Be more specific. Success to your books. What does that mean? Be specific. Be specific. I just want to stretch you. Come on, let me stretch you on prayer tonight. Be specific. How would you know God answered your prayer if your prayer is not specific enough to be able to measure an answer? Measure an answer. I did a um, I was on Clubhouse, and we're going to start doing weekly Clubhouses here soon. Um, For those of you that know about the app Clubhouse, if you don't have it, um, Google it. Uh, I think we have to invite you in still. But let me say this. I was doing a room today and in the room we were talking about um, they were talking about p- poverty, the spirit of poverty and all that. And that's my first book. Matter of fact, so check this out. We're going to sow into you. If you don't have my first book, Making Money Moves, we will sow it into you. If you've never joined the Harvest text group, text Harvest. Do it right now. Matter of fact, even if you've got to get off brain, get right back on, text the word Harvest to 55498. And for a limited time, um, we are sowing into you my book, Making Money Moves, The Art of Getting Your Finances in Order, all right? Um, If you do not have that book, do it. Now, if you're already part of the Harvest Text Group, don't, don't, don't do trifling stuff. Don't unjoin the group, then rejoin the group so you can get the book for free. It's $10, okay? And just by the way, that money does not go to me, it goes to church. Not that it would be wrong if it came to me. I just chose that all of that stuff goes back to the church. But that's the word harvest to five, So I was doing this conversation and, um, and one of the uh, moderators, one of the people said, they said, uh, you know, their, their, their confession was that money is their portion. And I said, that's good, but let me stretch you. Let me stretch you. Let me stretch you. Does that work in Canada? I don't think that it works. That's my dishwasher, y'all. It's see, I don't know why it's doing that. It's been good all day. Um, um, I don't know if the text works in Canada though, but you can get the book. You can get the book through our app, you know, to download just fine for you. Um, but listen, they were saying money is my portion. I said, let me stretch you. Let me stretch you. I said, let me stretch you. Here's how I can stretch you. I said, you can have money but still have debt. Money is not the end all. I said, money is a resource. It's not your source. I said, so I want to stretch you. Make your prayer that not only does 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 the resources come to you, but make your prayer that you're debt free because you can have money, but still have debt. That's why you have multi-million dollar companies that lose money. That means they bring in millions, hundreds of millions, billions of dollars and still leave, lose money. You do not want to do that. All right. Somebody says, I looked at the microwave if someone was in it. No, 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 no. When it's, when it's done, it does that. And I, I don't know how to make it not do it. All right, anyway. Okay, let's go. So, so come on, guys. If, if you haven't put a specific prayer request on the screen, I need to put that on the prayer. We're going to spend our last 20 minutes speaking, praying about specific things that need to be pruned in your life. So I want you to get your prayer requests out across every platform. Come on, type, 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 type. Come on, Debt Free. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God, I really feel prophetic. hmm Come on, debt free, debt free's forgiven. More time, more and more time with child. Come on, all right. Come on, be specific. Be specific. Hey guys, let me say this: some debt freedom, some debts. And listen again, get, get specific. Deuteronomy 15. Let me give you that. Deuteronomy 15 says, at the end of every seven years, you shall grant a release of debts. Built it. That's where you get the the concept in America of the Chapter Seven bankruptcy, is you get it because at the end of every seven years, there's be release of debt. Even if you look at the way the law was written, I think it just changed maybe a few years ago. But I think the law was like you could do it every seven years or something like that. Um, It was all based on a biblical principle, just in case you didn't know. Um, But in that, some of your debt freedom will come from actually paying it off. Some of your debt freedom will come because the debts canceled. Deuteronomy 15, though, says that at the end of every seven years, there's a release of debt, which means if you can get it released, listen, ain't nothing wrong with praying that. All right. But sometimes your debt freedom is going to come because you're going to pay that debt off. All right. Um, so be as specific as you can. Guys, if you're just coming in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from. Share this video tonight. Uh, it is Command Your Week Prayer. Every Monday night, we gather together to pray for one hour. And uh, we call it Command Your Week because it's a biblical practice and premise of prayer. And um, and so I want you to do that. I just saw the word afford and it went by me real fast. Um, can I Can I stretch everybody tonight on prayer? Um, don't use the word. Don't ever use this phrase. I don't even want to say it because I don't want to come out of my mouth about me. Um, don't use the term. I, you, you can't afford something. Don't use that. Don't use that phrase. Do not use that phrase. Do, why? What are you doing? Um, I, I talked this several times. Life and death in the power of your tongue. So in prayer, what do you have me do or what do I have you do? Often I have you to say things. I have you to type things when you type it. The Bible says that uh, wherever two or three touch and agree anything, it shall be done for them. When you say it, Proverbs 18, 21, life and death are in the power of your tongue. Everybody listen. Um, Jesus or the, in, in uh, Exodus, God says, Moses, what is your name? What your name is? <laughs> what is your name? What's your name? He says, my name is I am. Now, um, that's the name God gave himself. So whatever follows your I am, what you're saying is God said. So when you say, so really it's the I, because I am, what falls under I am? I can't, I won't, anything following your I becomes what you see. Check that out. Anything that follows your I, okay, becomes what you see. So, because you're literally saying God said this. So don't say things like you can't afford something. Mm. Just say it's not wisdom to do that right now. That's what. That's how you say that. Don't say that you are sick. Don't own that. Do not own sickness. That ain't yours. J- just say healing's manifesting. And you say, Nah. You know, I just said, you know, I'm gonna call it like I said. Okay. Well, that's why you are seeing what you see because you call it what you see instead of what you want to see. All right. There you go. Come on. I saw that coming change over here. Come on here. All right. That's that's what has to be. Whatever follows your I am. I'm just, no, I don't even want to say that. See, I have programmed myself not to say certain things. There are certain things you are not going to hear me say because I have programmed myself to not say that. Got it? So don't don't talk about how you are struggling. You are not struggling. You just say things, uh, uh, you are manifesting a victory. Life and death are in the power of your tongue, everybody. It's in the power of your tongue, everybody. It's in the power of your tongue. Not in the power of the enemy. It's in the power of your tongue. Bishop, what about when you say good stuff and and, and then it don't go the way you say it? Then guess what? That doesn't mean it didn't work. That means you need to say, okay, God, where are you in this? Because if you let this get past my confession, that means there's something I'm supposed to conquer. (laughs) Did you hear me? God, where are you at in this? Because if you let this get past my confession, that means there's something in here I'm supposed to conquer. There's something in here I'm supposed to conquer. Can I just get you to type something good? I am. Put something on the screen. I am blessed. I am favored. Put something on the screen. Type it on every platform. Come on, y'all. Speak something over yourself. Life and death are in the power of your tongue, of your tongue. You got to say it. You got to say it. You got to say it. I just need somebody to pray with me. That's nice, but you need to say it. You need to say it. All right? Good, and I'm good. Just need to go it. All right. So last week, if you're just coming in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from. Share prayer tonight. If you don't have our app, get it. How do you get it? Text the word HARVEST to five five four nine eight to the word harvest the 55498. Five, so listen, y'all, um, last week um, we were talking about um, some stuff that needed to be pruned or cut. And I want to go here real quick. First Corinthians 1131 says, for if we would judge ourselves, that word judge there means cut or prune. Uh, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we're chasing by the Lord that we might not be condemned with the world. To judge means to cut. All right. Now, two ways you're cut. You self-cut or you're sovereignly cut. You do it yourself or God will do it for you. If you do it, it's easier. If God does it, you don't have a say in the matter. How many of y'all, be honest with me tonight on prayer, you have known that you needed to change something or do something different. You have known that you needed to change something or do something different, but you just were at a place where you didn't do it. Wave at me. If you ever known you needed to change something or do something differently, but you just didn't do it. Wave at me across every platform. YouTube, Facebook, y'all good over there? I'm looking at a network health issue over here. I don't know why there's a network health issue, but I want to make sure that y'all are good. Y'all good? YouTube, Facebook, let me know that you're good. All right, just want to make sure that we're good. YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, all of my YouTube, um, Facebook and Periscope channels, all right? All right, Um, so I I see hands that are up. So you're either going to do it on your own or God's going to do it for you. You're going to have to do it or God's going to do it. Um, That's why the scripture says that if you would do it, then he wouldn't have to do it. But if you don't do it, he'll do it. Um, And this biblical principle is called pruning. Everybody type that word, pruning, pruning, P-R-U-N-I-N-G. YouTube is still good. Awesome. Thank you so much. P-R-U-N-I-N-G. I'm sure we are. Uh, uh, somebody just let me know. My Facebook fam is good. All right. Pruning. P-R-U-N-I-N-G. Um, pruning can seem overwhelming. It's not. It's just uncomfortable. Pruning seems like loss, but it's really gain. Because pruning subtracts lesser to add greater. Pruning subtracts lesser to add greater. If you don't prune natural plants, uh, the plant will invest energy and nutrients into parts of the plant that may have already died. Wow. What a word. John 15 two, Jesus says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes it away. And every branch that bears fruit, he, what he prunes. In other words, pruning you is proof that you're being productive. I'm going to say it again. Thank you so much, Christina. Uh, pruning you is proof that you're productive. See, if you're unproductive, he says, I ain't fooling with you in the first place. But listen, for those of you who feel like other people get away with stuff you don't get away with, wait a minute, have you ever felt like God let other people do all kinds of stuff and then you do one little thing and it is just like all this? Who's ever felt like that? Who's ever felt like that? Guess what? It is proof you're productive. Let me teach those of you uh, where you have a leader that constantly checks you and corrects you and prunes you. Can I tell you something? That is the highest form of a compliment they could ever give you. If they are not pruning you, it is because they don't believe you're worth the risk. Because everybody is not worth the risk of pruning. I learned that. Let me tell you something. As a leader, and let me say this to all my pastors that are watching, every person is not worth the risk of pruning. But We're well, we all precious to Jesus. To Jesus, but that does not mean that that's your specific issue to deal with. Every individual is not necessarily worth the risk of pruning. Because some people, the moment you prune them, the moment you say something, they get an attitude with you. They want to fuss with you. They want to fight with you. They want to do all of this. And so, you know what? Sometimes I have learned, you know what? I have nothing to say because they've been where they're going. I ain't got nothing to say. For some of you parents, there's a lesson there. If you leave it alone, they'll get it. They'll get it. Proof that you're productive is you are being pruned. Got it? If you are being pruned, you need to say, thank you. When you get corrected, I remember one of the people who serves around me, uh, he said, Bishop, he says, Bishop, for the first, he said, I've been a leader in church for a lot of my life. And he said, he said, he said, Bishop, but I am learning to love correction. He said, "I never was that way before." He says, "I'm learning." He says, "Like I can't wait to be corrected." I'm learning to love correction. Why? It is proof that you are being productive. The Bible says, "Every bench in me that does not bear fruit, He just gets rid of it." In other words, Jesus says, "I'm done. I have nothing to say."
1: Bye,
2: girl. Bye, man. Bye, boy. Bye. But if you're bearing fruit, He comes to prune. He comes to cut. Proof that you're that you're produ- productive. Is the prune. So for everybody that feels like you're unproductive, check your prune because your prune is proof of your productivity. Alright? Pruning is a compliment indicating that there's already been growth. It's a compliment. Father, I pray that we would see pruning as a compliment. We'd see pruning as proof of productivity. It is not a negative, it is a positive. Is it a it is a good thing? And God, we thank you for every time we have been pruned and every time that we must prune ourselves. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you. Come on, I know you know how to say thank you, Jesus, but can you say thank you, pruning? Can you say that? Thank you, pruning. Type that on the platforms, y'all. Thank you, pruning. Thank you, pruning. Thank you, pruning. Thank you. It's a compliment. It's a whole compliment. It's a whole compliment. It's not a negative thing. So I gave you last week um the first thing to prove, uh, to prune. It was A B C. A B C D. right? and I don't think I got to uh where to I think I got to A and B last week. And I said we do C and D this week. Is that right? That's what I said. That's what I got in my notes. That's what we're doing. So the first A you need to point out. If you missed last week's prayer, go back and listen to it. It's A. The A's that we need to prune are asses. Deuteronomy 22 and 10, King James says, Thou shalt not plow with an ox and an ass together. There's external asses and internal asses. How do you know an ass? They're consistently inconsistent. All right. And I taught about that in in great depth. Um, The internal ass can be your attitude. Um, Many times your attitude is why you have not achieved your desired altitude. It is why you have not achieved that desired altitude. I know we covered it last week in prayer. Let's hit it again real fast. Father, right now, in Jesus' name, we cover our external asses. The people, places, things, and ideas, God, um, where it is not a good use or investment of time and energy, God. Just because someone is present does not mean they're purposeful. And so, Father, we pray that we would have the ability to cut external asses. But secondly, God, we cut and prune our internal ass. That is, God, where our attitude, our settled way of thinking, where, God, it is a problem finder, not a problem fixer, where it is an issue creator, not an issue remover. It is where we say things that are impossible when we've never even tried. We've never even tried to make it happen. God, we prune the asses, God, externally and internally, and we do it so you don't have to. God, thank you for us being able to check ourselves when our attitudes are off when our work ethic is off, when our consistency is off, when our honor is off, when our dishonor is out of order, God, give us the grace to make that cut. I just need some of y'all, if you know how to do the scissors emoji, just type that on the screen. If you don't know how to do it, just type scissors in case you don't know how to do it. I think if you type scissors, it'll bring up a pair of scissors. All right. Here's the second thing. Here's the second thing. Uh, Bitterness. Bitterness is the residue of it, a past painful experience, uh, angry, hurt, or resentful because of a painful, aggravating situation that's transpired. Um, bitterness, y'all, y'all gotta hear me. Bitterness is dangerous because think about this way: bitterness is like having a little bit of bleach in your in your full color color laundry. Is that it's going to begin to stain things, and if you've ever noticed where it stains, the garments also weaker. So now you will ruin something that was good because bitterness got on it. Now for some of you all, you have ruined good relationships because you're bitter. Let's talk. You have ruined, you brought your bitterness from your former pastor to your new pastor. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me tonight on prayer. You have brought your bitterness from your former friends to your new friends. Got it? So what happens is that you got bleach in your laundry. And now it's ruining the whole load of laundry because bitterness is the residue of a painful experience. It doesn't mean it ain't ain't even that fresh. It's the residue. It's left over. God, in Jesus name, I pray that tonight we would cut bitterness. We would release bitterness for many past experiences. This is not that. Matter of fact, this is better than that. This is better than that. This is better than that. That was last Wednesday's message. This is better than that. So Father, we release bitterness, but your word says to put it away. Let all bitterness, Ephesians 4 31, be put away from us. This means it's an action. It's not just praying, but it is being persistent and not being bitter. I pray, God, you would show us every time we act out of bitterness, every time we speak out of bitterness, every time we move out of bitterness, every time we email out of bitterness, we release bitterness. Show us, God, every place that it is so that we can put away that residue, God, so that our next 12 are our best 12. They will not be our best 12 if we are bitter they will not be our best 12 if we are bitter. They will not be our best 12 if we are bitter. So we release that tonight in Jesus name. The C, the C, here it is. The C is crazy confessions. Let me give you the C. Let me give you the D. The C that you need to cut, A, B, C, D, is crazy confessions and some things you need to prune. Um, And and you just saw me talk about it a little bit. Let me give you a scripture. Proverbs 62, you are snared by the words of your mouth. You are taken by the words of your mouth. Um, that's the Bible. Let me give you a natural and a and a deeper level. Um, here's the natural level. The natural of that is is you become ensnared by the stuff you say. Have you ever said to somebody, I can't believe so-and-so doing that? And you said it from a judgmental place and until you were the one doing it, wave at me. Come on, let's tell it to you. You a bishop on me, be real so you can heal. Here's the natural. Your own words took you. Your own words snared you. I never let a man treat me like that until you got treated like that. Y'all ain't talking. Your own words snared you. I never deal with something like that until you would main one dealing with it. Your own words snared you. It's quiet on prayer tonight. Your own words snared you. That's the natural level. So you have to be careful that you don't use words as weapons because they will come back and take you. They're going to take you down. Hmm? Here's the deeper spiritual level. Again, I talk about it all the time. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. I am so a believer in this um, that I have phrases that I'll use when people call me. Um, you know, I, one for a while was uh, I'm enjoying the Lord, serving the Lord with gladness. Right. I'm good. And some people say, now, "Just how are you doing? Now, I'll be real. But I want to make sure that my confession isn't crazy because I'm going to see what I say. All right? Stop stop talking on that negative talk. Let's cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, I cover our confessions. I pray that we cut crazy confessions. We cut negative confessions, God that we would not use our words as weapons that one day may take us and that we would not uh, speak things that we do not want to see. I pray, God, that we would speak in life. You said you are come that we may have life and have life more abundantly. Therefore, God, our confession will line up with your word and anything that doesn't give us the grace to shut up. Give us the grace to hush Give us the grace to not say nothing unless we have something that is a Christ confession to speak out of our mouth. We declare our next 12, our best 12. We declare favor find us. We declare resources find us. We declare money find us. We declare that all things work together for our good. In the name of Jesus, we pray. I need everybody to just type amen right there. Amen right there. Alright, if you're just coming in, we only got a minute left. I need you to like this video, tell me where you're watching from. Share this video tonight across all of the digital platforms. One more thing that we got to cover in prayer tonight. Distractions. Whoa, 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 whoa. Distractions. Um, Let me give this to you. A delayed cut will become a distraction. Something you won't prune will become a distraction. Something you won't cut will become a distraction. Something that you won't deal with will become a distraction. I need everybody across every platform. Just type out some areas where you know you've gotten distracted. Distracted. Where you know you've gotten distracted. Just type it across the screen. All right. A delayed cut will become a distraction. And if you're just coming into prayer, you got to go back and listen to the beginning so you know where we're at. We're, we're almost out. Actually, it's 8 o'clock, so we got to wrap up. All right. Come on. All right. Somebody said, you walking all up and down my street tonight. Listen. Come on here. All right. All right, what are some things that have become distractions in your life, right? Men can be a distraction. If, you, if you're a single woman, oh, I guess now married woman too because married, married folks is, you know. Mm, let, me, let me stop. Let me move on. I, 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 uh, women can be a distraction. You know what it is Attention can be a distraction. You can begin to get anesthetized by the attention that people give you, right? We can, we can be a distraction. All right. What is it? Let's define a distraction. A distraction means is taking your focus off of what your focus should be on. Okay. Let's be clear about a distraction. Distraction. A distraction. Come on, y'all. talking overthinking. Yes, that can be a distraction. Unilateral relationships. Wow. Meaning it only flows one way. It's not bilateral. It's unilateral. Wow. I see somebody says dating. Dating's not bad. Just as long as you're dating with intent, guys. This series we're starting on Wednesday called Love Songs. Please don't miss it. The first song is uh, the uh, 90s R&B song Poison. Let me tell you, that message is so good to me. I wanted to preach it on Sunday because I I finished it early. (laughs) And I wanted to preach that thing on Sunday. Let me tell you something. That word, do not miss church on Wednesday. If you're in Denver, you can get in the building at 7 o'clock. If you're not, you can watch on any of our digital campuses. Oh, that's good. Social media can be a distraction. I get 200 to 300 messages a day on on the Bishop Foreman social media. All right. Listen, if I sat up trying to respond to all their messages all the time. No, I look for for, for familiar, faithful faces and I try to make sure I get back to them. but I cannot respond. All that. So I have to schedule it out and I will get to people when I can get to them. Right. And if they want to get me, they know how to get the, get the office. All right. What else? Internet. Wow, that's good. Somebody said men. All right. Social media. What else? Come on. Y'all talk to me. Your self can be a distraction. That's good. Attention can be a distraction. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Work can be a distraction. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. Snakes can be a distraction. So many things that can become a distraction. Um, here's what I've discovered um, The enemy, the Bible says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Most times we make that the, like the devil. That's not actually what the Bible says. It doesn't say that the thief is the devil, it just tells you what the thief does. It doesn't say that the thief is the devil. Here's what I've discovered. If the enemy cannot get you, he'll distract you. And for many of you, like he knows you're too far into this thing. You you know too much to get off your square. You may have a few human moments, but he knows you're going to be back. He knows you're going to be back faithful. You're going to be back consistent. You're going to be back on time, of it. you're going to be back on it. But listen, what he says and what he thinks is if I can't get them, if I cannot get them, all right, if I can't kill them, I'll distract them. I'll distract them. I'll have them so busy, being busy, that they're not productive. Busy is not the same thing as productive. So I'm going to cover this in prayer, and then we got to go. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for all of the distractions that we may face and be dealing with now. And I pray, God, that we would not allow those distractions any longer. Distraction is taking us off of our focus, off of what we need to be focused on. Seek ye first. What does that mean? Focus. Focus. Everybody type focus on every platform. Focus. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. What is that? What's important to God? We make important to us. And I pray that we would not be distracted people walking around where we are busy but unproductive. I pray that we would not be distracted people where we are busy but unproductive. I pray that our next 12, God, would be our most focused 12. Our next 12 would be our most focused 12. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, I'm out of time tonight on prayer. Listen, if you need to, if you want to sow, if prayer bless you, bless it. It's the first day of a new month. You should always bless what blesses you. The Bible says in Proverbs 11, that a generous man will be will prosper and he who waters will himself be watered so always bless what blesses you and prayer blesses you so into it tonight um, how do you sow? You can use the Cash App, Bishop Foreman with the number one. You can use Cash App, Harvest Church, Give. You can also, kind of get a few of y'all to type these on every platform? You can also use our website, harvestsearch.church forward slash give. And uh, you got PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, all of that's available. Givelify. We're on that now too. You can use that. All of that too is on our website. And the email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Why do you say it like that, Bishop? So you'll remember it. Hello at harvestchurch.church. Tonight, if you are on prayer, you're not a Christian, and you need to become a Christian tonight's your night. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to Him, tonight's your night to come back. And thirdly, like busy woman, I don't have a clue, but things stand with Jesus. I want you to be sure before you get off of prayer tonight. Become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. On three, I'm going to ask you to do one thing and one thing only. I'm do the hand wave emoji or say, It's me. When you do that, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And I want to move quickly here because we're over, over time. One, two, three. If that's you, respond right now. You become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord. Or you just want to be sure. There's nothing wrong with being sure. I need you to respond tonight. Just you to respond tonight. Do the hand-waving motion. say, it's me. I'm waiting on you. Five. I'm waiting on you. Respond right now. No guilt. No condemnation. No saying. I see you too. I see you. Keep responding. Or whatever is that five. How'd I get to two? Five. <laughs> here we go. Come on. Keep responding. Four, I see you, I see you, I see you. Come on, keep responding. Three, two, I am waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. One, I need you to keep responding. I see you, Christine. I see you, I see you, I see you. I need you to keep responding tonight. You need you to keep responding tonight, even if you watch the replay or listen to the podcast. And of course, I forgot to welcome our Uncommon Gospel Radio family, too, to prayer also everybody. I want everybody to pray this for me. You guys keep responding. Do that hand wave emoji say, it's me. Keep responding to become a Christian, recommit yourself, to the Lord, or be sure. Keep responding. But everybody say this to me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. I love you, Lord, because you first loved me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are my God. I see your seed. And for that, I say, thank you. Give me the grace to now run this race. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Guys, we'll have the count for you. You know, on Wednesday, some of you, I need you to still respond. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. You were nervous to do the heavy emoji. Just say it to me. Mr. Foreman, why do I have to do that? Why can't I just do it in private? Jesus says, if you deny him openly, he'll deny you. So don't deny him. This is one place you do not have to worry about being judged or condemned or beat down or beat up on. We're going to love you and love you to life. All right. Listen, prayer bless you. Go sow into it. Again, uh, Harvest Church Give or Bishop Form with the number one on Cash App. Or you can use our app. um, Or you can use uh, any of those other methods. Sow into what sows into you. I'm a giver, guys. I'm a giver. Never judge somebody's harvest if you haven't first checked their seed. Never judge somebody's harvest unless you first check their seed. All right? Um, Wednesday night, church is going to be amazing. I need you not to miss it. It's going to be phenomenal. And uh, uh, we're starting this new series called Love Songs. And the first song is Poison. (coughs) Poison. Poison. It's going to be amazing. All right. Love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. I've enjoyed these 58 or 68 minutes with you. Shalom, guys. Have an amazing night. Go so. I love you. Have an amazing night. Share this, guys. If you haven't shared it, share it. Text it to somebody. Share it on your social media. When you share, people get saved. Somebody say air hugs. Thank you. Air hugs, everybody. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Goodbye, y'all. Shalom, y'all.
1: Only at BJ's.